This is Fan Fiction Only by Joe Lord Bruticus Magnano, TDE 021. In a long forgotten era, during the days of the Old Republic, when the Jedi and Sith regularly fought and warred with each other, peace seemed to be all but a dream. The Jedi Knights, guardians of peace throughout the Galactic Republic, did all they could to maintain order and protect the citizens under their charge from the constant threat of their dark foes. The Sith Empire, bent on galactic domination, subjugated system after planetary system, believing peace to be a lie. The Sith Lords, determined to take the fight all the way to Coruscant, capital of the Republic, were stretched thin across battle lines that waged all over known space. Much like their Jedi counterparts, the Sith searched for young Force sensitives that could prove themselves worthy of their mighty order. On one battlefield, on the remote world of Winshore, a small band of Jedi Knights and the remains of their division of Republic troops make a valiant last stand against an onslaught of marauding Sith. Winshore System Third world of the same name, southwestern continent, 3,462 years before the Battle of Yavin. Jedi Knight Arnos T. Paglor was wounded. As the last of his valiant troopers fought and died valiantly before him, the fall of Winshore's capital city looked inevitable. Having received a blaster bolt in his shoulder and now his thigh, it was difficult for him to defend himself against so many incoming rounds with his lightsaber effectively. A male Serian, he'd seen his fair share of combat, but nothing as intense as this. Paglor was hit a third time, in the abdomen now. As he winced in pain, his Jedi healing powers no longer able to help him, he saw hundreds of armored Sith troopers only meters away, encircling his position. The end had come. Paglor, crumpling to the ground and beginning to black out, saw his Padawan, Joss Sebru, also take a shot and fall. Then, the image of his apprentice falling backwards was replaced by the silhouette of a dark-cloaked figure wielding a crimson lightsaber. It was the last thing Paglor would ever see. As the Sith Lord retracted his blade from the corpse of the fallen Jedi, he turned to face the other Jedi that was before him. A young Padawan, a human of perhaps 13 or 14 years, writhing in pain. The face of the light-sided apprentice contorted in agony from the blaster wound he'd taken. Darth Venge closed his eyes, inhaled, and then slowly opened his eyes, almost as if in a trance. He could feel the pain of the young Jedi Padawan squirming before him, and he relished it. It fueled his dark side acuity. Pain is only a tool, boy, nothing more. Use it properly, and it will make you stronger. Sebru looked at the tall, imposing Sith standing before him. I should be dead by now, Sebru thought, but what he said was, You Sith are not merciful. Why do you spare me? Because you have hatred for the ones who left you here. Venge was right. The Jedi never reinforced their troops on Winshore, nor did they attempt to evacuate the survivors that remained. It was decided that the Sith would take Winshore, and the Republic would regroup in another system. 
Perhaps it was a tactical decision militarily, but it made no sense humanely. To Padawan Sebru, his order left him and his master, along with their squad of loyal troops, to die on Winshore. For that, Sebru felt nothing but anger. He knew it was not the Jedi way, but his own master, Paglor, didn't even seem to care or notice. All Paglor wanted was to defend Winshore to the death and to take as many Sith with him as possible. And now, this. Still writhing in agony from the blaster bolt that burned through his torso, Sebru clenched his teeth, trying to speak, but said nothing. He could only grunt from exhaustion and defeat. Get up, boy. Give in to your anger and face me. It's what you want. Do it! Young Sebru reached through the force for his lightsaber and called it to him. As if with a mind of its own, the simple black and silver-accented hilt sprang into the air, landing perfectly in Sebru's outstretched hand, the blue blade humming to life. Venge did not interfere. With all the strength he could muster, Sebru, teeth still clenched in pain, felt the renewed vigor of hatred flowing through him. He allowed it to become rage. Suddenly, the young Jedi flew through the air, the tip of his saber pointed directly at his foe, yelling in fury. I hate you! With a sinister smile, Darth Venge easily dodged the attack. He did not counterattack. In fact, he turned his saber off and clipped it onto his belt. With a look of befuddled shock, Sebru lunged at him, seizing what appeared to be an opportunity to destroy the man that killed his master and took over the world he was supposed to protect. Sebru stabbed at the man with a thrust aimed at his heart. Dodging to the side once again, Venge responded this time with a burst of blue lightning that pulsated from his fingertips. It slammed into the left side of Sebru's body, catching him by surprise. Once again, the boy slumped to the ground in agony. Good, the Dark Lord said. You have already learned to channel your aggression. In time, you will learn to use it effectively. I have need of a new apprentice. My former pupil was too weak and allowed himself to be killed by Jedi filth. The only thing I want anymore is to watch you die, slowly, at my hand, Sebru replied, darkness engulfing him. His eyes began to glow with the rage that burned in him, a fire so strong that the burning pain of his wound no longer bothered him, only the damage to his body that it caused. Join me, and one day you will earn the right to try and destroy me. It is our way. Sebru liked the sound of that. He was powerless at the moment to do anything more anyway. Perhaps, he thought, if I can become stronger in the Force, I'll be able to destroy him once and for all. That is all that matters now. Everything else for me is lost. The young Jedi, now fully immersed in darkness, deactivated his lightsaber and said, I will follow your teachings and the ways of the Sith. There is nothing left for me otherwise. Then come with me to Korriban. Your training begins immediately. Sith Academy, Dromund Kaas, 3,431 years before the Battle of Yavin. 31 years after renouncing the name of Jas Sebru, Lord Bruticus found himself en route to the old Sith capital world of Dromund Kaas. His master, Darth Venge, 
had been summoned by the Dark Council to take command of the largest armada of Sith capital ships, cruisers, fighters, and ground forces ever assembled for a carefully planned all-out attack on Coruscant, the capital planet of the Republic. It should, if all were to go according to plan, vanquish the hated Jedi and the Republic itself once and for all. Darth Venge, noted for his conquests, was eager for the task. His apprentice, Lord Bruticus, was never recognized by the Dark Council for his part in Venge's victories. The Brutal One, as he had become known by the survivors of his exploits, however, always did most of the work and was about to ensure that he finally got the credit he was due. Being apprenticed to Darth Venge for over 20 years was taking its toll on the Brutal One's patience, and he had plans in motion to unseat his master for good. Ten years prior, Lord Bruticus befriended a student at the Sith Academy on Korriban, where Venge was assigned to instruct as a swordmaster for a time. During his master's tenure there, Bruticus served as his master's aide, helping instruct students in saber combat. Many that faced the Brutal One perished. It was the Sith way of weeding out those that were too weak, unworthy to be counted among the Sith Order. Young Darth Anarchon, however, was different. He was full of malice, and Lord Bruticus saw in him a means to take the place of Darth Venge as master, using Anarchon as a tool. The opportunity came when, during a training duel with Darth Venge, Lord Anarchon received a glancing lightsaber blow to the face, permanently disfiguring him. From that day forward, Anarchon required the use of a helmet, modified with life support functions to sustain him. Anarchon's anger about his physical predicament only fueled his rage, and he became exceedingly strong with the dark side of the Force. Lord Bruticus offered his friend, Darth Anarchon, the opportunity for revenge. He began to secretly train Darth Anarchon as his own secret apprentice, showing him everything that his own master, Darth Venge, had taught him. Surely, with two to contend with, Venge wouldn't stand a chance. Only once, a dozen years before, did the Brutal One attempt to take his master's life in an attempt to rid himself of his apprenticeship. That attempt failed, and Venge taught Bruticus a powerful lesson. To usurp is not enough. One must earn the ability to have the right to take his master's life and in turn become the master. Bruticus was not yet ready. Now, however, the Brutal One had a new set of plans. Darth Anarchon awaited the arrival of Darth Venge and Lord Bruticus on Droman Kaas. Upon landing, Anarchon greeted Darth Venge and Lord Bruticus as they exited their ship. Lord Anarchon, my old pupil, this is a surprise. What brings you all the way out here to Drummond Kaz? Darth Venge said. You do, was Anarchon's answer. At that, Darth Anarchon ignited his red-orange dual-bladed saber staff and attacked Lord Venge. Quickly reacting, Venge ignited his own blade and blocked all of Anarchon's strikes. But Venge forgot about his apprentice of more than two decades. Bruticus quickly ignited his lightsaber, the hilt of which was now black and blood-red with intricate ancient Sith markings and buried the red blade of it deep into Darth Venge's backside. No! Anarchon screamed through the vocabulator inside his helmet. I was supposed to kill him. Bruticus sent a force blast of energy toward Anarchon, sending him reeling into a rocky wall nearby, and said, I have killed my old master, and have now rightfully assumed his place. I have need of a new apprentice, Lord Anarchon. 
a Narcon reluctantly agreed, realizing that Bruticus was, in fact, his master all along. Gurgling his last gasps of air, Darth Venge stated, almost inaudibly, Well done, Darth Bruticus. Bruticus responded, That is the first time you have ever called me that. I was never a Darth to you, only an insignificant Jedi child that never got to share in his mentor's glorious conquests. Now, I am the master. And with that, Lord Bruticus force-crushed his old master's trachea, and Darth Venge breathed no more. The mighty fleet to be bound for Coruscant was not yet ready to be deployed. The Brutal One was granted command of the fleet, once ready, and he oversaw the coordination of hundreds of ships for the big battle to come. During his stay on Dromund Kaas, Lord Bruticus discovered a Dark Jedi, a female of a species he didn't recognize, that supposedly left the Jedi Order of her own will. Vettori Saggio attended the old Sith Academy on Dromund Kaas and was apparently a skilled fighter. She was also quite attractive. Lord Bruticus surmised that, perhaps, her powers of visibly enticing her enemies might be a tool she used to entrap her foes within her quite obvious, deadly grasp. Bruticus acquired permission from the Dark Council to release an Archon from his apprenticeship and take on Saggio as his new apprentice. This thusly denied an Archon from any chance to usurp his master. As he had planned, a Narcon wanted revenge for being used by Lord Bruticus, and he wanted command of the mighty Sith Armada bound for Coruscant. The victory of that campaign alone would be enough to set him free of the chains that binded him right now, chains that were all a desire for revenge against his old master. Anarchon contemplated ways to challenge the Brutal One, including hiring mercenaries to kill him, prompting Vittori Saggio to gather countless Sith soldiers to fight off the mercenaries hired to kill her new master. In the end, it all came down to a short duel between Lord Bruticus and Darth Anarchon for the right to command the Sith fleet that would sack Coruscant. Not only would the victor of that duel command the mightiest Sith armada ever gathered, but would also rule Coruscant entirely, and the Republic with it. <laughs>